Welcome back uh, to all the cynics. We are officially on episode eight of the Two Cynics podcast. Can't believe we've been doing this for two full months, Andrew. But uh, here we are. Yeah, coming up on uh, coming up on double digits is uh, is weird. Feel like we're uh, we're progressing, especially now that our our Belgian crowd is uh, is really really moving. Apparently, we're a big hit in Brussels. Yeah. So for the listeners, we've got. I don't know if there's a lot of you guys on incognito mode, but we've got quite a bit of listeners in the United States who are tagged as NA in terms of their location. So I don't, that's not me and that's not you because our locations are very uh, chiefly uh, located inside the data. So there's, there's some people that are hiding for us from us, which is totally fine. Uh, you want to get in the likes and the comments on, on TikTok or Twitter, that's that's awesome. But yeah, Belgium's been a huge market, and I can't figure out why. We, we've got uh, quite a bit of of a following in in the Brussels area, which I've never could been it be, to. Could it be our? Now we talked about a fan after we saw that our Belgian listeners were up. So we never. It wasn't that he we did sparked. this for them. We did this for for them. So it's not. We have yeah. no explanation for it, and I feel like on social, most of our audience is U.S. based. But we'll take we'll take the support anywhere we can get it. That's for sure. I'm enjoying our interaction with our uh, with our social media um, followers, followers, non followers, commenters. Up on their feed. There was one guy who commented today. I I related to him so much. I loved what he said. He was so right. You posted a duet. And yep. he thrashed you. It was, uh, what were you doing? You were just going on a walk and, and it was raining and you were whining that you didn't have an umbrella. It was, there was a lot more behind it. it like one of our favorite or least favorite content creators uh, has coined the phrase, it's a bad day. It's a sad day. Or I might have, I might have mixed it up back and forth. Who's that? The Jersey Jerry. Remember when he shit himself and, and that was his big <laughs> yeah, counter. It's a, it's a sad day. It's a bad day. And, I was maybe not a not a not a bad day because I, I'm feeling good now, but it was a rough last uh, 24 hours between not feeling great physically. Classic thought I was coming down with COVID or something because apparently some people are starting to get it again. So there was that, and then I had to. I'm going to go into it, but there was this whole. I had to get out of my apartment today, or at least I chose to get out of my apartment today and went to the office. And of course, I didn't look at the forecast and I didn't bring an umbrella. And during lunch, I was on my way to Central Park, which is nowhere near my office. I was going there to buy a New York City tennis pass for $100. Oh, you were in the office today? I was in the office today. Yeah, why else would I be wearing a polo? Um, well, actually, I've been wearing a polo on the last couple of shows, but that's neither here nor there. I was in the office. There's two other people there. It was complete zombieville. And during lunch, I decided to to go and buy my my tennis pass. And of course, like it was starting to get dark. The second I stepped out of the train by Central Park, it starts raining. And it was just one of those wrong place, wrong time situations. Like here here's the thing. Like you there's two different schools of thoughts on the on the rain. Like I just, I hate getting wet and I hate sitting in drenched clothes. It's not about like, 
like I don't care if I look bad necessarily. It's just the the feeling of it. And then you know me, the that's the soggy sorrows. It's if your if your hair is wet, if your body's wet from rain, you think you're gonna get sick, right? You you've heard that narrative before. Yeah, but I think that's debunked. Like I think we I think the medical community is in consensus that that's fiction. I'm sure they're right, but the I hate getting has... wet too. I really do. I just don't think there's anything that screams beta more than walking around with an umbrella. What what if what if what if you go to the office every day and you have meetings and stuff? You can't walk into a meeting drenched like I just did. Like I I got lucky. My meetings were on Zoom today and nobody noticed that I was that I was in the condition okay. that I was. If it's for Anything for the bag, right? Like we talk, if it's to stay professional and looking clean, understandable. If you just, if you're like walking from your car to the grocery store and you're like, oh, let me grab my umbrella. Not a fan. I think that's soft. That's a decent, uh, that's a decent line to draw. I, I think also when I was a kid, I didn't care at all. Like if, if anybody had an umbrella, it was my parents. It wasn't me. It was, I think I had an umbrella on me in college. No way. But as soon as I started working and I learned my lesson once after that, it's like, oh, better to have better to have an umbrella or a rain jacket, neither yeah. of which I had today. So, I mean, I have I have an odd umbrella situation at home. First of all, from the wedding, I still have like 15 umbrellas. Quick backstory. The day of my wedding, it was supposed to be outside. We planned for it to be outside. Weather was shitty. And um last second I had to ask David and cause they couldn't move us inside. We had a big, it was a whole problem. I had to ask David and like five other groomsmen to go buy, um, 125 umbrellas. It, the bill ended up being like over a thousand dollars. Um, and I was, it, it was a disaster. We ended up returning them all. It was a bad was decision. A whole long story. And one other groomsman who shall not be named was too lazy to go back, he was like, I'll just take the three. It was fuck you money. It was fuck you money, basically. It's not real money. <laughs> so he was he was too lazy to um to return them. So I still have a bunch of his umbrellas. I don't even know where they are, they're just scattered. Um, but we went to the zoo, and this is how you know, like I don't I don't even keep the umbrellas in the car. We went to the zoo on Mother's Day and it was pouring all day long. And we got, I don't care if I was wet, but my wife and daughter, daughter's baby needed an umbrella. And so we got anything at the zoo. It's like buying something at the airport or at the movie theater or double the normal price. $37 for this umbrella. And of course they label it. Did at least have like the zoo, the zoo. Okay. At least they had the, the branding on it. Yeah. Was it one of the big? Was it was it big? Like, is was it one of those massive like Titleist golf umbrellas? At least that like it was pretty, can fit yeah, three it was people big. underneath it. Okay. Yeah, but it was literally just me walking around holding it over them the whole time. I'm anti umbrella. That's the that's the bottom line. But after that incident, I kept. I now keep one umbrella in each of our cars. It's probably a, a safe thing to do. So I was like, I was I was feeling bad. I posted this video and uh, yeah, I don't know how much more they're also. So here's the, here's the reason I, why I went to the office today. My apartment corner is back in full force. A couple of weeks ago, 
or more than a couple weeks ago, they sent out a notice that they're going to do the HVAC filter replacement for like the summer season. And I, my dresser is right in front of the, the filter, uh, the unit, the AC unit. So I basically like inconveniently for myself moved it out of the way such that if and when they came and I wasn't around, they, without having to touch my stuff, they'd be able to do whatever they needed to do. And I don't think they would touch your stuff. I, they would move your dresser. But like, so, so here's where you're wrong, though. Yeah, of course, they would, move, they would move the dresser. I don't even want their hands on the dresser. Like, are you kidding me? Like, where I put my hands to, like, Why? take my underwear out? These guys are disgusting. This guy, I know who runs the show here. I try to get, get these guys. You're going to get blasted for this. I try to get these guys. What's yeah, dis- I'm not. What's disgusting about him? Hold on. I got a comment in a few TikToks ago that, oh, this guy must be super fun at parties. Let the record show there's two people on this podcast. One goes to parties and one doesn't. Okay. And, and it's not, it's not the conventional wisdom. So these guys, they fucked me over so hard last year when they quote unquote brought me a new fridge that was disgusting and dirty. And while they were doing that and doing a terrible job with the fridge, the guy had the audacity to walk up to my AC unit and to put his hands on my dresser and to move it further away to give me a suggestion that there would be better air circulation if the dresser weren't as close to the unit as I had initially positioned it. And like the guy in his dirty ass shoes walked across my whole living room in order to prove that point. So you can see why I may feel the way that I feel. I think that's just unacceptable advice in general. Like, oh, yeah. Who are you? The Who are you? Better, like, if you move your furniture around. Like, no, he's it should right. Just be he's right. He's right. Because it doesn't matter. Like, it's, no, it's, what were you literally? Did you have it in front of the unit? Like, it was like the unit. It was like, like six inches from the unit. So he, he had a point. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 my fault, but I also live in a in a, I guess not in New York by New York standards. I live in a in a modest palace, but by national standards, I live in a shoebox. So that was the situation, and none of these like these are the same guys. Like this, there's no turnover on the staff. It's the same maintenance guys. I try to get them, you know, I try to reprimand them last summer for the fridge thing. It didn't work out, and it's still awkward between us. So I, I made all these preparations and I thought that they would have replaced, replaced the filter while I was in Europe. Of course they didn't. They said, Oh, we're starting from floor 22. We'll be, you know, Tuesday through whatever, 10 to 5 PM and we'll be done. So I thought they were done. And then I get an email what floor that, are you on again. I'm on 10. I get an email the other day that 10 and 11 are happening on Wednesday. And I'm like, what geniuses went from 22 to 12, skipped 10 and 11, and then went from 9 to 2? It's, it's, it's mind-boggling. 22 is the top. It's a penthouse floor. How, nice. Penthouse for rent? Yeah, for rent. How expensive? I don't know. They're not listed. I, I don't, they're not Roughly, on the market. What do you think? Um... 10 to 15 at least thousand a month. I think I scared a guy off of New York this week by telling your story. Um, my brother-in-law was in town and his friend was 
Is this the friend that gave me a ride to the shit Airbnb that I stayed at when I when I Was visited it? last summer? Yeah, you met him? How did you meet him? He, he gave me a ride to that Airbnb. From where? From your from your apartment. I didn't meet him. Yeah, because because God forbid he walked out of your apartment and did something. You guys stayed Why was he inside. at our apartment. He parked his car in the lot. Your brother-in-law and I went down there, <laughs> and we got in the car, and he drove he drove us downtown, and he dropped me off at my Airbnb, and then they went on their way. Oh, so so <laughs> was going with him. Yes. Yeah. He was staying with. So remember, you hitched a ride. I hitched a ride. <laughs> It was never my idea. It was your brother-in-law was the one who offered it because he's just too nice of a person. And I was like, I mean, yeah, I don't want to pay a fifty-dollar Uber to the city, so I'll. Okay, I'll, so I'll you do did this. meet him, yeah? I well, met him, yeah. I actually he's, really like him. Super he's a nice cool guy, guy. yeah. That's how this is how inadequate the conditions were during my visit. I hitched a ride with a guy I'd never met before. Your Airbnb was worse than our place. Yes, that's that was a, a miscalculation on my part. He, anyway, he hung out with us on Saturday and was saying that, that like he might move to New York in like a few weeks. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like a few weeks in a few he's weeks. Like, yeah, I just want to move. I'm like, yeah, he's like, I want to be moved by the 4th of July. I'm like, do you have a place? It's like, no, that's kind of the big holdup. Like, what? <laughs> oh, and shit. His lease here doesn't end until August. I'm like, take your time. Anyway, I told him like how much you pay for rent for a studio. And I was like, yeah, the guy just doesn't want roommates. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. And I mean, I, it's a, it's a lofty price for, you know, I, I don't, I doubt he maybe he can afford it. I don't know. Maybe I'm being presumptuous about his income. I remember him talking about how much he loved Dallas last summer. So it's funny how things have changed. In the I last mean, it was one months. year to the day, one, one year to the day. To yeah. So you, you convinced this guy not to move. Basically. No, and then I told him like, well, I lied. And then I told him I'm like, but he loves it. He loves the energy of the city. Doesn't get old. It's just different there. So <laughs> well, I know that's how you felt after a little bit, but I didn't I felt like I just trashed him, trashed New York with the price. And he was like, I want to live in a big metropolis. I'm like, okay, well, what are you gonna do? I mean, that's you probably did the right thing because nobody wants to like it's kind of shitty when you tell somebody that you want to do something and then they just like advise you not to. Yeah. And they're just like destroyed, but I'm like, sure who am I? I'm, I'm nobody to him. <laughs> Actually, he did sit on my couch all day, eat my food, drink my wine. And laugh, Were you upset so. about it? No, no, I'm all, I'm all for it. I just, you know, bring something, you know, I, I am. Brought, I am truly. I love. I love hosting people. Even like spending money to host. Last year when I made that brisket, I spent like probably three hundred dollars. Just I just enjoy the. It's not even about the money, but like gesture back. I got. I'm so. This is so Russian. This is just so like. It's all posturing and gesturing from that we get from our parents. Like, make sure you do this just to do it. Like, no, that was it. It's just. It's all. You know. It's all a game. I. Oh, you got one comment. Has to be a good thing not to be an expert. Oh, it's probably some some sober guy who's re- uh, applauding you for not knowing. Jeff at shout out at Jeff Burke to poker press man crypto. You must have at least one video to get a follow. Thanks, Jeff. Your follows are very meaningful. That was his comment. 
No, that's his uh, bio. Oh, his bio. Has I anything, think has anything done well lately? Your Spolster video did pretty well. The Spolster video is applicable to a lot of stuff. Hang on, so I gotta I gotta finish I gotta finish telling the apartment AC unit story. Yeah. So we have like we have no fucking structure. It's bad. Um, it's so, my, I need to go like to fucking. Uh, I I just did it again. Interrupting. I need to go to like uh, interrupting rehab. It's not about interrupting. It's just like this is an offline conversation. We'll cut this out. So I now knowing that they're coming today, I had my dilemma was either and, and again, knowing my frustration and borderline hatred and disdain for them, my decision was simple. Do I stay here and monitor the situation, making sure that they're not touching my stuff, making any backhanded well dealing your expensive jewelry. So I so here so here is my preparations. I ended up to or the alternative would be to go to the office and just not deal with it, not think about it. Like a, I don't see it and they do it and then I come back and I don't care about it and I pretend like it never happened. That was my thinking. So I end up deciding to go to the office. Here are a couple preparations I made. So I have a little table in my in my foyer area where I usually put like my it's it's like one of those trays like nice leather trays that's where I put my my wallet my keys uh, old credit cards etc. So I hid that inside my TV stand uh, which closes off. I moved around the nightstand and the dresser to completely expose the unit. And what else did I do? I hid my iPad and then. You'll love this. I took this inspiration from you. I have a an old Logitech camera that I don't use for work. I just use like the the PC computer camera. This camera I bought to uh, live stream a, a fantasy football draft a couple years ago. Put it on top of a TV. So I take out this Logitech camera and I plug it into uh, an outlet and I face it toward the AC unit as if I'm monitor, monitoring these guys. And I would love to see these guys' reaction when they walk into your apartment and it's clear like all the valuables are put away and this freak pointed a camera. At it, was, it was like, I mean, I, I try to take pride in keeping my apartment relatively clean, especially given, as we've discussed, how much I pay for it. But sometimes I'm not as good about it. This place was spotless. And I also cleaned over the weekend. And then, of course, I was mad because I was like, oh, of course, I cleaned. And now they're going to walk in here in their dirty shoes and I'm to vacuum again. So who knows if anything was a deterrent. But I, I saw them marry like a slob. I would love to see the dynamic of that relationship. I just don't think I just don't I don't foresee that happening. But who knows? I did go on a date in the winter with. Uh, somebody that claimed that she literally cleaned every part of her apartment every day, like bathroom and shower included. It was the biggest red flag ever. I somehow gave her a second date and that date went awfully poorly. Was she the crazy one? She was the crazy one. Yeah. She was the one that told me, I I don't know what trauma you have, but you're a problem. Yeah. Oh my God. I will never forget that. She was not. 
the one that called me like six times while I was in the Uber on the way back to my apartment. That was so- IDK what that was, but that was insane. Crazy. Shout out, uh, whatever her name was. I don't. I don't even remember her name. I don't know if that's good, bad, bad look. You blocked me. her, right? You had to. I had to. I mean, this was you just, had to. It's not acceptable. She it, responding wouldn't have done anything. Like I would just gotten. I guess it would have been more content if she kept chewing me out. But at that point, it was like it was I mean, marginal. You don't, need, you don't need this. No. So I, I was just very mad at at the building, and then the icing on the cake was. So I'm on my way back from buying the the tennis pass and I'm drenched, completely drenched. And I I just wanted to go home and take a hot shower. Not a not an unreasonable desire this time, but, How long but are your still. Showers? I mean, out of 15, 10, 15 minutes. What are you doing in there? How long are your showers? Like three? Yeah. Listen, this is nothing new. I mean, you're a simpleton. And I'm, I, I like hot showers. I don't know. What do you I've, do? Do you just sit there and like think? Listen to a podcast. How? I put it in against like against the wall in like a wicker wicker basket, and it amplifies the sound. I mean, I've how I, I could also have a speaker if I weren't cheap. I mean, we have a we have an Alexa in the bath. Yeah, yeah. So that's the same thing. Um, but you guys are Alexa people. You're not Hey Google people. What's Hey Google? Oh, the the Nexus. You know the the Google Home device. I don't care. It's getting worse. Like lately, Alexa's not even like listening. You'll say Alexa. How long have on. you had it? Since the wedding, it was a I think a a registry thing. I mean, I don't know what the shelf life. It's two years now, so I don't know what the shelf. It is. Life it is a really nice to have. I mean, it's entirely unnecessary it's what's nice is hey alexa set a timer like when you're cooking um then you don't have to look at your phone or whatever yeah yeah like if your hands are you know it's i mean it's so like we survived for all these years without it the music's nice like if you just want to listen to music um the temperature again it's just such a commodity like it's so unnecessary and it's tracking everything not to the all your all your Amazon first page ads. Right wing guy again. This is the industry that I work in. This is my new defense. Like this, it's my job to be cognizant of this stuff. I go back to the office and I'm I'm drenched. Start drying up before the meeting. And uh, what I wanted to do was I wanted to call the leasing office or the management office and ask them if the filter replacements had been completed because if the answer were yes then i could come home and not worry about showering or working because these guys would have already finished the job you know what i mean like i would have had full privacy clearly uh well-intentioned by me i called them you think they picked up i never understand i understand maybe you have one one representative showing the units you have to have somebody in the office. You have to. I'm not going to put them on blast, but we have one leasing agent. She was great when I was moving in. Classic sales. They always are. And then, and then, no customer success on the back end after I've after I'm already 
I mean, this is the definition of pustoe uh, miesta, which for the listeners basically just means blank space. And no, I'm not talking about the Taylor Swift song. You can you can probably figure out what I'm talking about. And then we have a manager who, I don't know, she's fine. She sometimes responds, sometimes doesn't. And These of managers, course, they give him the title of manager and all of a sudden they think they run the show which they they kind of do but it's it's like an unearned power trip like it's not based on merit it's because nobody wants to do this job nobody wants to work in this industry and i don't know am i being too harsh no they're they're useless it's we we think they're the bottom of the bottom like in uh in a corporate (laughs) setting they are i mean yeah and it's not like they have any say. When we had all of our issues last year, it was always like, oh, I got to take this up with Felicia at corporate. Oh, I got to call. F- Let me ask. F- what are you asking for? It's your, your place. You're the manager. And dare I, dare I get into the golf simulator? I have Let's lived. Go. I Let's have go. lived here for two years. What's today? June 14th. I have lived here for two years on the money. And they advertised a golf simulator in the clubhouse. That golf simulator has been functioning for a grand total of three months, maybe. And and the it's been functioning with the T function. For anyone who knows golf, you hit the first shot off the T. Okay. <laughs> Can't hit a driver off the fucking deck. That's hard and impossible and not how you play the game. The T function only worked for like the first month. Nothing since. And they used to try. They used to leave the door open, and you could at least go in there and hit against the screen or something. They gave up. I went. No more signs. No nothing. Nothing. Out of order. And this was this is what drove me nuts. I do think they're afraid of me after everything that we went through. As I was walking back from the simulator, there's like the off. You know where the office is, like right next to it. And there's curtains, and I see like a curtain pull back, and. Sticking her head out, looking at me like. <laughs> Did you try again? <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of editing here. Um, it's the worst. They they like should be legally required to take off of their website. It's they false, Mario. False advertising. They don't have a right? And like, I'm sure they tell every prospective renter like. Because they can show the room to them. They don't need to show them. Yeah, exactly. They don't need to show them anything. It's not like they're going to have them hit golf balls. Like, hey, let me see your swing. (laughs) They're the worst. I can't stand them. I wonder if... I know you don't have the energy left to fight them, but is there anything else that can be done? No. Like, what if you went every day? Better, Better business bureau. Right. Write bad reviews that get taken down later. I wrote a bad review for. You know, I I didn't think you could take down Google reviews. I wrote. Like, a I thought if at... someone wrote a Google review, it stays. They can probably dispute it with Google. They can probably dispute it with Google. But that's there was there was not one falsity in this review. I wonder if I can find it because I thought it was gold. They're the worst. I hope they have some. Terrible reviews of late. I think they pay people to give them good reviews. In the midst of my yeah, five anger, star, five star. they do. I think they tell every like new resident um, to like write a good review, and they'll give them like a fifty dollars gift card or something. 
because these are all good reviews and every person i, I would kind of do that to, i would i would do that but i would do that in a heartbeat every person that i talk to is oh, not actually happy this is what i'm talking about larry wang posted two months ago absolute scam shout out these guys shout out larry wang these guys charged me wear and tear when it's not needed and outside the contract well they're probably right they charged me 400 for painting the apartment when i stayed for seven months not worth small claims court, so I had to just pay it. Predators. <laughs> this is a great segment idea. What if we just read and commented on other people's complaints or reviews? That is a good segment. That might have some that might have some legs. I don't know if we we're allowed to mention names because it's not on our platform, but it's an idea. First names are fine. Right. I I in the midst of my anger today, uh, while I was sitting in my office drenched or in the office, I I wrote a review for one of the hotels that I stayed at on my recent uh, European trip, an Italian hotel that I was unhappy with in Florence. And I took their, my, my rating took them down from a 4.7 to a 4.5. It's like poor mom and pop shop owned by like Giuseppe and hotel uh, Renaissance, awful establishment. Oh tiny elevator and it's like a it's got 3.5 stars or something it's a it's ridiculous or like on the star rating it's brutally misleading they wouldn't turn on the ac i found my review still up there it to you yeah it will send it to me now i'll i'll weigh in oh my god it's so long that was my problem yeah that was my problem i had five bullet points and a paragraph you gotta be concise on each end I just uh, I just listened to an audiobook about brevity. Was it any good? My God, this this isn't even like this is reminding me of things that I forgot about. That's probably a good thing. That means your life is moving in a positive direction. That you're not dwelling I mean, on some of these other things besides the golf simulator. We did like we won the situation that we had last year with the mold. Like we came out victorious. I mean, I sure fucking hope so. With a mold situation. Like we this new apartment that we're living in, everybody got their rent raised except for us. So it sounds like you kinda of hit the jackpot and and the sacrifice is that you don't have a function. It was hell. Like, that was an emotional toll. Yeah, you sure. don't want to go through that. But yeah, I'll take it. I mean we yeah, yeah, I'll, that's all I'll say for, for legal purposes. <laughs> legal purposes. Throwback to when you threaten legal action against them and they just shy you down like a fly. Banished. They owned me. They're you like, thought you we thought both of us thought that you were like not just in the right, but had like a high probability of winning. And then you're like, yeah, their general counsel got back to me and I was like, fuck, I can't fight this. They I mean they were just holding out. They're like, Yeah, we're not gonna respond to you as like we didn't have a place to live and we were like paying getting desperate two hundred dollars a night for month an to month. We're dying. And like, I went there, like I left there almost in tears after talking to their general counsel. And I will say I reached their general counsel. Nobody would tell me who to talk to. They would literally, they were like, we're not allowed to talk to you. And I went on their website and you I found called, her, right? I called her extension <laughs> off a of star six, seven number. And she answered like, hello, this is I'm like, it's me. <laughs> And uh, she owned me. Oh, my God. I thought I would outsmart her, but, like, she's clearly, like, she knows an experienced, she's an experienced, an experienced professional lawyer. Yeah. And 
she just like ran circles around me. I left there like in tears. I was like, oh my God, I'm I'm screwed. Well, you're still living there. Are you gonna stay? Because I'm not I don't I don't think I'm gonna stay in my place. Really? I mean, didn't you I just can have, renew? Yeah, I just renewed, but one our friend, I hope you get one of the pieces of advice that you gave our friend is that if you're going to live in New York, you need to think, always need to be thinking six to nine months in advance. And I just, if I can afford to leave, I will. Uh, and it's, it's Where a source are you gonna of... go? Somewhere cheaper? Uh, well, so let, this past year, I wanted to go somewhere cheaper. But no, I, I think I'm going to go try to go somewhere nicer that's slightly more expensive. There's a building that I've identified. I'll send you, I'll send you a link oh, offline. Expensive. Yeah, a couple hundred more a month. And list. Oh fuck! I said listen again. This building's gorgeous, and I'm sure it has its warts, but it's gorgeous. Coincidentally, the ex-boyfriend of the crazy date girl lives there because I brought it up on that day with her that I really like that building, and she like. Yeah, I'm sure you mind. can you can relate to him if you ever yeah. see him like hey, inside. You know, like, like, hey, yeah, you could you just look for the guy she, with no hair. She was a lawyer, so there you go. Um, I, would, I would not want to run into her in court. No, and she does litigation too, so that you definitely the probability is there. Anyway, so no, it's like it's motive. It's let's just call it it's professional motivation, whatever that means. Okay, uh, could be being uh, sponsored by the only Fortune. 500 company or fortune 100 company out of belgium which is anheuser-busch oh there you go i we'll see i might I move i might not i had another at another uh situation two different situations at bars bars slash restaurants come across last couple weeks the first was uh during the peak smoke day here in New York, where the the air quality was hazardous, and I go out to this bar to watch the NBA Finals, and I'd made a reservation for eight o'clock. Wanted to get a table, didn't necessarily want to sit at the bar, and uh, I don't know. I don't want to say if this is like the first instance I ever saw it, but the waitress bailed. She just straight up bailed. She put her. She like took off her work gear put on like, you know, sweats, hoodie, whatever, put her headphones in. She took my first drink order, asked if I wanted food. I put in food through her and then she bailed. And I thought that was a tactic to get like a portion of the tip. But then I I later ended up moving to the bar and the bartender told me that she was working the whole store, the whole restaurant alone because the waitress bailed. She quit One bartender. I don't know if she quit her job, but she just left. And the bartender was the only person on duty besides the cooks in the kitchen. So that was fun. And as I was sitting at the bar, there was a there were two women, one sort of middle aged and one, you know, pretty old. They fully melted down. They did not know each other. And they were both like there by themselves and very lonely and very sad. And they started screaming at each other. Would you have done anything? 
What do you mean? Like, were they fighting? Like- they were not. It was not physical. It was strictly verbal. I think the way it went down is so the old lady was not happy about something. And then the young, the younger lady, the middle-aged lady, she tried to do the classic, like, you know, when you're at a bar and you don't know someone, try to spark up a conversation. And I guess that conversation got super emotional because I overheard her saying how, you know, she's very upset about something and she feels lonely. And then out of nowhere, she starts screaming at this old lady that she's a hag who's going to die alone. This is all happening while I'm watching like the second quarter of Heat Nuggets game three, I think it was. Nobody did anything. Like no, we just there's nothing we, to do. If, if they were a, if they're in a if they're a fight, you'd have to break up the fight, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean if it's like if it's two older women fighting, yeah, you can't let them fight. If it's like two young dudes, you gotta let them go. Well, because I also because I just there's a lot more for me to lose at that point, too. It's like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be in this police report or, you know, get a shiner because I tried to step in in between two guys. Do you remember my gun situation on the uh, the gun situation? Yes, I do remember that. That was terrifying. That was bad. Yeah, that was really bad. I mean, I was I was in school in Chicago and living in Evanston and my girlfriend at the time now wife was waiting for classic delineation i love it when the married guys my then girlfriend now wife making sure it's the same person she was she was waiting for me um and i was on my way back from school and i'm on the um the red line uh not the the worst line in chicago best line yeah not the best line but i didn't like i never thought anything of it and i was on the phone with her and this sounds like it's out of a movie, but I was telling her, like, yeah, I'm going to pick up Chinese food. We were planning what we were going to get. We were going to watch Grey's Anatomy. It was going to be great. And, like, as I'm talking to her, these three, like, kind of early teen kids come, like, tumbling out of another train cart. And they, like, fall on my feet. They're fighting. and Well, two of them are, like, beating the life out of another one. And they fall on my feet. And I'm like, I, this is my mistake because I scared her. I was like, I'm, I got to go because um, they were kids and I wanted to like break them up so they didn't like hurt the hurt one themselves. kid. I thought they were yeah. going to like really hurt this one kid. And as I'm like preparing to stand up, one kid pulls out a gun. and He's like, don't make me shoot you. I'm like, not to me, to the other kid. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> All Frozen. right. I'm not. I'm not going to stand up and I'm just sitting there and it's just me and this elderly lady in the cart and these kids. And I'm like, okay. And I could hear the conductor saying like, we're pulling up to the next stop. It was Howard or I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, We're pulling up to the next stop and I'm just watching them like beat the life out of this kid while one kid's holding a gun. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so, so bad. And all this time, Hannah's calling me because she thought something was wrong. Were you terrified? Not really. I like for some reason didn't think they were going to shoot me or like even shoot the other kid. Um, And then like as as like the train's like starting to stop, this old lady is like in shock. Like she's like looking out into like she's terrified. 
And I'm like, come on, come on, come on. I'm like starting to whisper. I'm like, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, did you stand up. up? Did you stand up? I stood up like as we were getting closer and I like inched towards her because she was right next to the door. I could still picture it. And I'm like, all right, come on, let's go. And like she like wasn't moving. I'm like, it's okay. Come on, let's go. And I like move be functional, out the door. be functional. Yeah. And they sprint out. They the kid throws Did they sprint out the same door yeah. or just or like a different door. Yeah, same door, like right after us. And the kid threw his gun onto the tracks. And somehow cops were already there. The cops were like sprinting down the way after them. Um, he threw his gun on the tracks? <laughs> he must have known they were after him then. He, Why they would did because the, yeah. the cops were right there. Clearly, yeah. And Hannah was so pissed at me that I helped the old lady. I mean, she, it's, you, she was on the way for you. Like, it's. There's nothing you can do. Like, you have to. It's you're just like, being, I, well, it's also just instinct, right? It is like you naturally. You have a duty to yeah. help those that you cannot like that cannot help themselves. Like if it was like a another guy, like or I don't know, any just any able bodied any able bodied person, like male or you female. You make your own you make your own decisions. You make or your whatever. but she's yeah. elderly. It's like if there was like a five year old there. You yeah. know, it's the same thing. But like preservation. Could, yeah. Yeah. Other everyone else has to act for themselves. But yeah, that was that was crazy. But that reminds me of your of your story. I mean, obviously, you know, I would wasn't not that yeah. in that situation. The other day, this was yesterday. I'm in line at a salad bar and the guy not not to flex being healthy. The guy in front of me is being such a dick. Like the guy. The staff? A, yeah. Like the guy scooped his chicken. He's like, that's all you're going to give me. <laughs> guy gives him a little more. And then. See, the difference is we think that, but we don't say it. We only think of it. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Like, you never be so openly rude. And then keeps moving along. And it's it's a lady now giving him. He's like, can I get some of that crab meat? And she gives him crab meat. He's like, you're going to charge me four seventy five, and that's all you're going to give me? Give me some more. And I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> And then he gets to the and he got all these add-ons and he gets to pay and it's, <laughs> it's like thirty dollars or something. It's, it's exactly thirty dollars. <laughs> He's like, just for this salad, it's thirty dollars. And I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, dude, mine's gonna be eighteen. Okay? That's how it I works. Just got chicken yeah. and in a regular yeah. size, and you got a fucking fancy drink too. And he's he was being so rude to the staff. And you could you can imagine his demographic. He's like early 40s, patchy facial hair, three chins. You know, we're not going to get into the chin. That's numbers. enough. Yeah. And uh, and a gut. And he's just surprised he even went there to begin with. Dude, don't get a salad if you're going to load it up with all these dressings. Like you might as well not get a salad. croutons, pita. Is this a chain or is this like a local yeah. spot? Salada. Chain. Do you have salada? No, I don't have salada. It's probably it's really a southern good. thing or a Texas Do you have freshy? thing. Freshy. Freshy's so bad. I love freshy. So, freshy. There's a there's a freshy right next door to my old in job. Evanston. Oh, I thought you were gonna say in by Chicago. Your... In Chicago, there was one next to my old job. It was really bad. No, I I like chopped or sweet green. That's where I get salad. I don't know if you guys sweet have green's those there. good. I've had sweet green. I don't think I've had. Chopped. I really like freshy. Maybe you just had a bad experience. I had a lot of bad experiences there. Did you? Consistent, wow. yeah. What did you get? Either a Caesar or like a make your own. Oh, it's Caesar. I mean, go the, to, the, the, the ingredients there were the fridges good. at the airport. The ingredients weren't good. It, it, it tasted so bad. My 
and here's 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 the second we probably can wrap up unless you have something else the second bar slash restaurant story also nba finals related first half of game five monday night i walk in it's raining outside it's miserable and i have a reservation two other people joining me they're late and the guy already he wants to get off on a bad foot he says hey buddy as soon as I sit down. Got waters. And I I, I was soft and I, I got another drink that wasn't an alcoholic beverage. I can't say what it was. I'm going to get, you know, just absolutely lit on lemonade. fire. So I asked for that. They didn't have it. <laughs> I got, uh, a, I got a cranberry juice. juice. And the guy, he like, like when he put the cup or the glass on the table some of the juice spilled out of it onto the table and into these little gaps between like the different uh logs i don't know how to explain it the table and it started dripping down toward me and like on like onto my jeans and i have no (laughs) napkins to deal with this How much guy looked, of a tip guy, did this guy? Guy looked kind of creepy, and then I swear, like he he did not like he brought food out for people that got there like twenty minutes after us before he brought. I ordered an appetizer of General Tso's nuggets, like very good. The sauce, the sesame seeds, they're like kind of spicy, very good. I don't, I can't imagine that takes long to make. Uh, other person, other two people I was with, one order was a, was a, was a cheeseburger, not a steak, it's a cheeseburger. And then the other person got a flatbread, which those come out ASAP, also an appetizer technically. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't bring us silverware. And, and I, and to get more water, it's like every time he walked by, there was just something off with him. So and not only here's here's my nightmare. This wasn't one of those places where you write the tip down. He came to me with the uh, with the square or the toast reader. Got to do it in front of him. So you did. It, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Fifteen or eighteen percent. Am I? Is it one of the two? It's one of the two. Eighteen. I did fifteen on the pre-tax amount. Oh, so it didn't give you the option like per percentage. You had to calculate. No, it did. It did. No, no, it did. It was oh, okay. eight. It was eighteen twenty or custom, on the post tax amount. I hit custom, and in my head, I gave him fifteen of the pre tax amount that was on the paper receipt. Got him. He asked if I wanted a receipt, to which I said yes because I was going to Venmo request these two people, and and then he just disappeared. So I ended up sending myself a text of the receipt from the reader. He disappeared to go text like a bum by the door where there was nobody sitting. And while this was happening, there was probably also- texting his wife that uh, she can't buy groceries. <laughs> I was having a whole thought about this. Like I was so distracted. I wasn't even watching the game because I was so mad at this guy. And then the wom- a woman, there was a couple at the table next to us. The woman looked like she was having a full body cramp. She was like standing up, like massaging herself and like doing like the leg 
kicks and the shakes and like this thing with the neck like it was just dolphin <laughs> kicks yeah she was she was doing and like and her her boyfriend or whatever looked like he couldn't give a fuck he was just sitting there just watching her struggle then she went to the bathroom and then she came out it was so emergency weird. toilet emergency toilet yeah it was so weird and uh i was just thinking as i was upset like i just wish we could we could be like Europe in terms of the the tipping culture. I think I sent you that New York Post article about how how many percentage of Americans are fed up with with tipping. I mean, everybody's fed up with the readers when they turn them around for you. We've talked about the the barista stuff, but I just I just wish I I don't even like. And then I was telling this to the people that I was with, and this one girl was like, "Oh, but isn't America a country where you want to incentivize people to perform?" And I was like, "Yeah, I guess." But like, it's not a good consumer experience if, like, they're if they're making two dollars an hour or whatever, they're already not incentivized like crazy to begin with. And it's just like I would, I, I so enjoy. You can always have the option to tip. Like when I had guys come out and detail uh, Hannah's car, and they did a really good job, and I cash apped them because they did a really good job and they were really nice. Couldn't Venmo because Venmo's not working and i have 30 dollars sitting there but it doesn't matter um i yeah i cash out them each 25 show. bucks because yeah. they did a they did a great job like that's you can still tip them they were getting paid probably 40 percent of the detailing yeah. fee yeah but like and they just did their job because people are supposed to do their job but these people that are just and i get it like it's a hard job but like the restaurants are just like preying on the consumers I feel bad saying it because like if I were if I were on a date, never in a million years would I even I would go twenty percent, close my eyes and call it a day. Because yeah. yeah. I there's a reputation at stake there. But like when I'm I don't know, it's just it would just be so much easier if it was just like eighteen percent gratuity included, call it a day. If you want to tip more than that, you can, but it's not expected. It's the fact that it's expected everywhere. That's the part that's just like just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean it does, but it doesn't. Thank you to all the cynics for listening to episode eight of the podcast. We'll have this one up later in the week. Keep following us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, like, comment, subscribe to the show, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Music, Google, wherever. And uh, we'll be back next week. Shout out Belgium. We're out.